Hello, listeners. Welcome to episode 12. Today is an everyday parent story. It's a successful parent moment. We all have times in our parenting that we wish to crawl under a rock and hide. And we know when these times are. We also know that we all have moments where we are rock stars. We know these moments and we feel proud of these moments. And we learn other ways of handling situations when we hear how somebody else did it especially if it's unusual, because it inspires creativity in us just by listening. Creative communication remembers not only what it is that we hear, but also what our child sees and hears and how they move and experience life. So creative communication with them is effective in teaching them. And this is why when we hear a story that somebody else had done, we're like, oh man, I think I can do that. Or that makes me think that I could do something else differently. Join me today for the first Everyday Parent episode where we share stories of what we have done to connect with our kids in a way that worked. I know you have hundreds of great stories. And when we share our stories, we give ideas to other people. We empower other parents. It may not be the idea you expect. It may not even be what you intended to teach or to learn. But your mind opens when you hear somebody else's story, and when you reflect on your own stories and share them. Are you willing to share one of your stories? If so, please connect with me at hello at thelanguageofplay.com. I am wanting to start collecting stories. Are you tired of repeating yourself with your children and wonder why they don't listen? Are you frustrated that your kids argue, whine, or debate with you? Are you afraid you're doing the wrong thing, but you're not sure what to do? Hey mamas, you don't need to stay overwhelmed and exhausted. My name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush, mom, grandma, and speech language pathologist of over 25 years. In this podcast, you will find solutions to get your kids to listen better, understand the clear communication and the boundaries that benefit kids, and all while enhancing your relationships. So if you are ready to build deep, meaningful connection, and create a more peaceful, productive, and happy home. Listen in. Let's interrupt the way you've been parenting so that you can become the parent you want to be. It's playtime. Let's go. Before we begin, I would like to share a review from Rosie Alejandro. She says with five stars, a godsend. Dina Lynn, you are such a godsend. My four-year-old has a language delay, and just hearing your amazing tips has been so insightful and helpful to me. I look forward to continuing to follow your podcast. And she puts a heart in there. A big fan and fellow podcaster, Rosie Alejandro of the Driven in Her Purpose podcast. Thank you, Rosie. I appreciate you. And listeners, I want you to know that I read and appreciate every review. Your reviews also help me to know what you enjoy and what you're interested in. Hop on over to Apple Podcasts and scroll to the bottom of my episodes and please leave a review. This blesses me more than you know. Today's Everyday Parent is me. Some years back, I planned a trip with four young, inexperienced travelers. I considered, what will it take to be safe in Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, Chicago O'Hare Airport, and Washington Reagan Airport? I traveled by myself with kids ages 8, 10, 11, and 12, and we parents, we know stuff happens. 
So my thinking was, of course, don't get separated. But if it happens, what skills do they need? This is where the story began. I may have started with airports in mind, but fairly quickly, I got squirreled into the idea that since our destination was Washington, D.C., I had aspirations of teaching them all about Washington, D.C., history, politics, the presidents, and more. And my story sort of began with safety in mind, but really, the story actually begins with my embellished adventure that grew in my mind about all that was going to happen. You see, I too am an everyday parent, and I'm going to share one of my stories that worked. I have plenty that don't, but I like to inspire people to feel empowered and to also think, I can. So here's my story. My enthusiasm and scatterbrain worked to, pre to prepare the kids for the unexpected. It's the kind of situation that I am proud of as much as I realize God's hand was holding our loose ends together. During the months before we left, I decided I wanted the kids to be oriented to Washington, D.C. as a city. We did not have GPS, and I was not an early adopter of the smartphone, so we used maps. With maps in mind, I drew the main roads of Washington, D.C. on my living room floor using masking tape. We marked out the main roads, major monuments, memorials, and labeled them with a Sharpie on that masking tape. Now, pro tip, never leave masking tape on the carpet for a month when you're walking on it. I would wish I'd used painter's tape, like maybe the yellow or green because it doesn't have quite as much glue and sticky. There's my little pro tip. Anyway, we talked over the things that we would see and do. We read books and we compared our books and our understanding to where things were on that tape drawing. We walked all over the streets of Washington, D.C. in our living room before going. We made popcorn and tossed a piece of popcorn one at a time on the floor, telling where it landed. And our dog promptly ate it up and we had more turns. I found out which congressman would be available from my state and we scheduled a visit. The kids knew we would have to drive, fly, layover, fly, and then be picked up in D.C. from a friend. They understood that it would be a long day, so we planned snacks and activities for the plane. We talked about the vocabulary in an airport and until it had become familiar, and they were familiar then with historic and national terms without any experience, just kind of a knowledge. Now, don't get me wrong. My kids were not as excited by my level of enthusiasm. There were plenty of times they rolled their eyes or whined, not wanting to learn more. But still, my enthusiasm pushed them. For whatever reason, this just seemed too important to me to let it go. For me as a single parent, it seemed like what I teach them now is the only opportunity that they would ever have in their life to learn it. Obviously, that's not true. But that was my mindset nonetheless. And that's where I came from. So here's what happened. Day one, it's fabulous. We flew out there. We didn't have a hitch while we were flying and, and had the layover. And our friends picked us up on time and we went to their house. Day two, we went into the city. That was fabulous. Now, now by saying fabulous, I must say, that does not mean the kids didn't complain or whine. What fabulous meant to me is that we did get to see some of the sights, and it means I was happy. I wasn't bothered by their whining or complaining because I had this big picture in my mind of what it was that I wanted them to learn, and I was excited about it. So fabulous really does mean I was happy as a parent. 
Day three happened, and tired caught up with me. So I thought. I struggled all day, and my body hurt. By the time we returned to my friend's home, I laid down, and after a while I started vomiting, and I spent the day in bed, wondering what did I catch. But day four, I went to a hospital in Washington, D.C., and had my appendix removed. The kids spent the time with my friends, and they had a great time doing whatever they were doing. It was an Easter weekend that year. Day five, I left the hospital. Because the pain meds were strong in my system, we twiddled around Washington, D.C. for a while, and I bought an umbrella that was in a cane shape to use as a cane. And then the next day, day six, our trip was over. It was time for our 12 hours of car, plane, layover, plane, and a car ride home. And the pain meds were mostly worn off, and I had the oral pain meds to take, and I struggled even to stand upright. I was very sore from the day before and the surgery. Now we got to the airport. I got into a wheelchair, and my story is not sounding very successful. However, here is where all that preparation actually kicked in. Here is where what I expected to be wasn't what was, but I felt like God had actually prepared this. I was falling asleep in that wheelchair, continuously, awake, asleep, awake, asleep. And the kids, ages 8, 10, 11, and 12, entirely got us through the airport. They understood how an airport was. They had to transfer terminals, and they checked each other with the signs. The youngest one tended to wander, so I held on to his hand in my sleeping and waking. So what is it that actually we learned And how did it happen? What I realized is that when we come from a place of adventure, not fear, we can enter these ideas. Remember, I I thought I was coming in from the idea of safety. But my switch in my mind was to adventure. So my enthusiasm for learning caused the kids to learn it, even though they didn't always want to learn as much as I was putting before them. But my mindset of adventure turned just being fearful of something happening in an airport turned into what else can we learn and how else was it? So coming from a place of adventure, not fear, is a big catalyst or was a big catalyst in learning. Practice playfully and repeat in a variety of ways. Now this happened in the living room floor with the map of Washington, D.C. However, it transferred, the learning of a map transferred to the airport and they were able to follow signs and get a layout understanding when they look at the terminals and know where they were. All of that information that I taught thinking about Washington, D.C. transferred to the airport. So keeping it playful and repeating in a variety of ways is exceptionally helpful. The third thing I thought of was know your individual kids' propensities and set a different expectation for each kid. So with the eight-year-old, I knew he had a propensity to wander. So I grabbed his hand, and even as I was in the wheelchair, I just held his hand. I didn't actually trust that he was mature enough to stay on track and to stay together. But the three older ones, the 10, 11, and 12-year-old, they spurred each other on because they wanted to see who could get the answer to the next fork in the road first. And they stayed together really well. 
They all had had experience then with maps and following directions. So knowing your kid's propensity and allow the expectations for each to be true. And the last thing was to set the bar where we could celebrate and then celebrate often. So while we were going through the airport and they were directing the wheelchair to get me through, each time they would make the right call, I would just kind of wake up enough to open my eyes and I'd say, yep, and I'd give them a thumbs up or something of that nature. And that was enough of a celebration. Even that little one second celebration was enough of a celebration to help them know, hey, we're on track, we're doing it. And every time they did it and did it right, They were more excited to do it more. Now, what skills do your kids need? What do you want them to learn? I encourage you to make it playful fun. What is it that you can do that may or may not turn out the way you expect? May or may not turn out to be exactly what you expect, but yet, The skills are transferable in ways that we don't know that they're going to transfer them, but it's still so valuable. All of you parents have stories in various versions like this or something else where you taught your kids cool things. I know you all have them. Any of you that is willing to share your story that would bring another parent to feel empowered that I can do that. I would love to hear from you. Please email me at hello at thelanguageofplay.com and I will respond to you and I would love to have you on my show. Remember, mamas, when you get behind the eyes of a child, you can speak in a way their brains understand. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you feel hopeful and want to hear more, please share this podcast with other parents that might want the same. I would be so appreciative if you would rate and review. You can also connect with me through the email found below.